You and me from Lifehouse, 17 past 6 at 92.9 JB here. Thanks Country Auto's GWM Havel, Bridge Street, West Hamworth. Love to know whether in your family you do the Christmas Day lunch or the Christmas Day dinner. What's the big deal in your household? Uh, thank you very much to Jen who wrote on our Facebook page. You can get amongst the discussion on there now. Uh, 929 Tamworth the handle. Uh, Jen, I think a lot of people can relate to this. They do lunch. And then Jen writes, leftovers for dinner, because most of us are too intoxicated to be able to do anything more than grab stuff from the fridge. We'd more than likely ruin a firefighter's Christmas if we tried to do anything more than that. Well done. I love this. Cat on our reception, she writes little quotes for us in the morning. And we come in, we're sleep deprived, the coffee's barely kicked in. And we read these and we smirk and we laugh in the morning. Some of them are hilarious. Some of her insights I've shared with you before, but I love this. This is a quote I've walked into this morning from Kat. I love this. This is her quote for the day. And this should be your quote of the day as well. You'll get a kick out of this. With great power comes great electricity bills. I'm Carlo Cavallaro. Nas X's brand new one there. That's what I want at 11 past 7 here at 92.9. JB here. Apparently more than a quarter of us said Christmas shopping is more stressful than visiting the dentist. Good morning to all the dentists out there. You always... I feel for you guys. You always get lumped in with the bad stuff, don't you? Whenever there's negative things going on, they always compare it with visiting the dentist. I don't find visiting the dentist too bad. So, look, you got my love and respect, okay? Don't listen to them all. Apparently, a quarter say Christmas shopping is worse than meeting a, meeting a partner's family for the first time. I feel for the partner's families out there. They always get a rough trot as well, wouldn't they? And a fifth of us would rather ask someone out on a date than do Christmas shopping. Really? That's crazy. Um, apparently, Australians will spend 360 million bucks on their pets this Christmas. That's an average of $60 per pet. Uh, my rabbits, Hank and Hazel, if you're listening, guys. Because, you know, sometimes when I come into work, I leave the radio on for them. Spoiler alert, you're not getting 60 bucks worth of presents this year. Okay. Men, this is surprising. Men will spend more on their pets... Then women, men will spend 71 bucks on their pets and $56 for women. And apparently fish owners spend the most. Nearly a quarter of fish owners plan to spend over 100 bucks. I had fish when I was a kid and fish food was really, really, really cheap. So how much fish food are you buying for $100? Or is it a really, really, really fancy no fishing decorative sign for the fish tank? That you're gonna buy. How do you spend over a hundred bucks for a fish? Thirteen past seven. JB for breakfast. Thanks, Country Autos. GWM Havel. Ariana Grande problem at seven twenty-four. JB here. Thanks, Country Autos. GWM Havel, Bridge Street, West Tamworth. I love this time of year because all the stats from the previous twelve months start coming out for what we did in twenty twenty-one. And in this case, what we sent, the most popular, most used emojis for 2021. 
And the last time they did this was 2019. So I have to admit there's not a lot of change between 2019 and 2021 with our emojis. The top 10s pretty much all stayed the same. Although the love heart eyes emoji, you know, it's got the face but the eyes are the love hearts. That was the third most used emoji in 2019. It didn't make the top 10 in 2021. However, instead, but not in third place, in seventh place this year, is the blowing the love heart emoji instead. The top three most used emojis for 2021. And number three, it's the sideways laughy face. So not the normal laughy face with the eyes coming out, uh, with the tears coming out the side. The one that's slightly tilted. I like to use that one. I have to admit, I use the laughy emojis a lot. A lot. And I, I use that one just to vary it up a little bit. When I think, you know, I've u I've overused the normal laughy one, I'm just going to do the tilty one just to vary it up a little bit. The red love heart is the second most used emoji for 2021. And the most used emoji for 2021 with no change in the last two years since 2019 is the laughy face with the tears. The laughy face with the tears, that is the most used emoji from all of us in the last 12 months. Now, you might be wondering, how about the emoji with the dude with the face mask or the virus one? Nah, they won't use that much. The mask emoji moved up from 186th spot last year to 156th spot this year. And the virus emoji only just, just scraped into the top 500. Just, I mean, I've have you ever used the virus one? You ever use the virus one? I haven't. It gives me creepy, tingly, gross feelings looking at that virus emoji. Uh, the rocket ship emoji is the most used one in the transport subset of emojis. So a lot of us obviously launching off somewhere because we're using the rocket emoji the lot. Not surprising here, the flexed bicep was the most used emoji under the body parts. And the most disused category the one that i guess could be at risk of getting being extinct i guess this isn't surprising is the flags apparently we never use the emoji flags i mean i haven't have you have you ever used the flag emojis really i mean we haven't i guess we haven't been traveling a lot lately i guess you could use them if you go and hey guess what i'm off to insert the scottish flag here I guess we haven't been able to really use them. I just type it in. I can't be bothered going through and finding the flag and trying to work out what flags what as well. Because that's the other thing. I mean, I'm a bit of a vexologist, but some of those flags I've never seen before in my life. Here's what's coming up on JB for Breakfast. Coming up next, we're going to have a chat with Rhiannon from the Ronald McDonald House Charities. Find out what's going on there and what assistance they need before Christmas. We'll find out more right after our latest local news with Sal on the way next. JB for breakfast on 92.99. Or pet um, Christmas presents. Yes. I'm assuming you do. You buy everything for your rabbit. Uh, don't really. deny it. You do. I don't. I haven't bought him any presents ever. Not, not like a, I feel a, like a, a bad bed that rabbit was, owner. A bed that was unused. That's a buying a thing for your pet. Oh, not for Christmas, though. Oh, right. I buy stuff that it needs to live a comfortable right, I'm existence. I'm taking Hank away. <laughs> I'm, RSPCA, uh, pet welfare Charles, check. A pet, pet services, um, pet, what is it? Oh, I don't know. That thing. Yeah, you're, you're <laughs> on your thing. own. Look, hey, JB, I'm, I'm 
really surprised that you were sitting in that chair this morning. Oh, Bojangles. Mr. Bojangles, the yeah. elf, um, was very adamant that it was the brekkie show with Bojangles yesterday afternoon when I left. That's fine. You um, can do it. Done. Yeah. yeah. He can have it. No, look, <laughs> He'll play I, all the Christmas songs. I, I came in this morning with how I was feeling this morning when I woke up. <laughs> um, you know, the coffee hadn't quite kicked in. When I walked in there and I saw him sitting in the chair, I just went, all right, well, it's all, all right, yours, yours mate. See ya. Bye-bye. But I thought, no, nah, I better not. Yeah. I better not keep the boss unhappy. Um, Just back to pets for Christmas. Yep. This might surprise you because it surprised me earlier on. Men spend more on pets than women. For Christmas, yeah, seventy-one bucks men will spend on their pets. Women fifty-six on average. Wow, well, who does these things? And fish, fish owners—they're going to spend over a hundred bucks on their fish. What are they getting? A new tank? Yeah, I know. That's what I was wondering. A fancy what? filter, some fancy Those castle things to swish. <laughs> that surely they're not that expensive. I haven't had a fish for years. Yeah. Um. Should get one. No, <laughs> no, I don't need any more pets. <laughs> so you can spend an extra hundred bucks 100 at Christmas bucks, yeah. time. <laughs> awesome. Uh, there you go. Yeah, I know that's yeah. a lot of fancy pebbles for the fish tank at a hundred. Maybe bucks. they're like gold, solid gold pebbles. <laughs> solid gold castles <laughs> for them to swim through. I don't know. I eight forty four here at ninety two point nine. This is years and years. That is Thirsty Merc here at 92.9821. 821. JB here, what is on your anti-Christmas list? The stuff you don't want for Christmas. And maybe the stuff you don't want the kids to have for Christmas. Uh, maybe a drum kit. My granddad bought me a drum kit for my 10th birthday. Uh, 11th birthday. Uh, yeah, 11th birthday, I think it was. And I just imagine the hatred on my parents' faces at my granddad for buying me that. He knew for years I'd been wanting one, and my parents had been giving me the excuse, oh, they're too expensive. Oh, we don't think you'll you'll continue with it. Oh, and really, now that I'm an adult, they were really putting me off because they didn't want to, you know, put up with me drumming badly all day, which is understandable. And then one, <laughs> then one day my granddad went to the second-hand store. There was a really, really, really cheap drum kit for like 50 bucks. So he loaded it in the back of the car and that was my birthday present. <laughs> so I could see that I, 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 I don't think my, my parents let my granddad live it down after that. Uh, what is on your anti-Christmas list? Maybe musical instruments. I imagine that that's the case. Maybe those creepy talking dolls. Maybe in the late 90s, Tickle Me Elmos. They would have been on the anti-Christmas list, I imagine. Surely, it's 2021, surely Tickle Me Elmos are due for a comeback, aren't they? It's been a while. You know how yo-yos always come back in a fad every sort of generation? Tickle Me Elmos need to come back. And again, probably all the parents who are out there going, JB, don't even... Why did you put that out into the universe and make that annoying fad come back, honestly? Helen... She doesn't want Lego in her house this Christmas. They hurt, especially if you stand on a hidden one. Well, of course, but you make sure that they always pack it up, Helen. Yeah, it's worth a try anyway. Rochelle's anti-Christmas list is towels, tea towels, mugs, bags, sheets. See, I could go with all of them at the moment, Rochelle. Maybe we can trade whatever I get for Christmas. 
you can have and whatever you get Rochelle for Christmas if you get that kind of stuff I'll take it off your house that will do a swap what's on your anti Christmas card list uh six seven six double two ninety nine or on our Facebook page and Instagram page 99 Tamboys the handle on there it's frustrating when your mail just goes walkabout, isn't it? A postie in the UK is now refusing to deliver to one resident again after they stuck a note to their door accusing the postman of pretending to try to deliver their parcels. The handwritten message was plastered on the customer's front door warning the mailman to not even think about it, leaving an attempted delivery card claiming that the postman didn't ring the doorbell when he attempted to deliver a parcel the previous Saturday. The postman snapped a photo of the note and shared it on social media, proclaiming he hopes a customer enjoys collecting their mail from the office over Christmas. The postman even bragged about having a naughty list, adding there is no way to get off it after that. It's been reported Royal Mail in the UK has backed the employee's bold stance with the postie claiming he had since been told not to deliver to them while the situation's being investigated. That's a little hard. I thought, like, legally, by rights, as a citizen, you should get mail delivered. Surely it's a, it's a government-owned thing. Surely you've got to do it, even if you're acting like a bit of a prat like this fella is. Surely you still have to get your mail delivered, because you got bills and stuff. Like, it's, it's an important part of our lifetime. Anyway, back to this. The note taped to the front door read, Royal Mail, don't even think about putting a card through the door without ringing the doorbell and pretending that the, the delivery was attempted, but no one was in, as happened on Saturday. I was in all day... And I'll be in all day today, ring the bell and deliver the parcel. Angry posties rallied behind their colleague, condemning the resident's cheeky and awful attitude and unnecessary snarky note, pointing out that no postie would actually want to hold on to someone's mail longer than necessary. That is a, a valid point that's hard to argue. I've had that happen on two incidences now where I've, I've had a parcel that I've been waiting on. One of them was a book years ago. And I was waiting on it, and waiting on it, and waiting on it, and I finally, after about two months, I probably left it a little too long, I finally got off my backside and rang the, the post office to find out what was going on, and apparently, according to their records, a, a calling card was left telling me to go and pick it up from the post office, but I never got that calling card. If I'd got the calling card, I would have obviously gone down to the post office and got my book. So no calling card was left, but the post office computer says that one was left. So, you know, you can't argue with that. You know, the computer is God. What it says is right. Um, and obviously, because it had been left at the, the post office for as long as it had, and no one had claimed it, they'd shipped it back to Sydney, and it, it's, it's gone walkabout. Like, they couldn't find it. It's gone to the dead letter office in Sydney, and it's sitting in that office there, and it's just impossible to get out. It's it's tucked away in the corner behind a million other boxes, and no one's getting my book. So it kind of worked out in my favor in a way, because I contacted the publisher in, uh, in, in South Australia, where the book was coming from. I contacted them, asked for another copy of it, which they sent, how's this for awesome customer service? They sent it to me for free, again, even though it wasn't their stuff up. They sent it to me for free, and 
I got an autographed copy as well because the day I rang to get it reset, the author happened to be in the office, so he, he signed it for me. So, I mean, it, it worked out pretty good in the end. I think it's going to work out better than this, uh, this lad in the UK is going to have to wander down to his post office for the rest of his life just to collect his mail. <laughs> Rhiannon from the Ronald McDonald House joins me for a bit of a chat. How are you, Rhiannon? I'm well, JB. How are you? Yeah, really well, really well. Great to have you on for a chat. You guys busy as we head towards Christmas. You're on the hunt for some items at the house? Yeah, just a few little things to get us started for the new year. Um, looking for some individually packaged chips and some sweet treats. Nice to have something a bit special on hand for everyone. Some Aldi coffee pods, eucalyptus oil... We would really love more storybooks. We love to give them to the families to take over to the wards and read to their kids um, and paper towel. Fantastic. No dramas. (laughs) (laughs) Save the best till last. (laughs) You know, paper towel is not the most exciting thing on the planet, but whenever you run out of it, you go, ah. (laughs) You realise how much you need it. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. No, that's it. No, well, hopefully we can help you out with some of those items. And you're also looking for people that can uh, wrap presents. Yeah, this year we will be down at Tamworth Square, somewhere outside of Kmart there to wrap gifts for donations. Yeah. So we're looking for some helpful hands to come and and help us spread some Christmas cheer. Um, if you head to our Facebook page, there's a post there that gives you contact information to put your name on our list. Yeah, fantastic. Look, I can't wrap presents to save myself. <laughs> um, thankfully, whoever it was that invented those charity Christmas wrappers all those years ago, you're a godsend for me because I use them every single year. I rock Wonderful. up there and, you know, $50 note, there you go, <laughs> wrap all my stuff for the whole year. Um, so, look, I... I don't think you want me wrapping your presents. I'm just throwing it out there. I am horrendous. We'll be um, happy to wrap yours, though. Yeah, exactly. Yes, I'll be there getting someone else to wrap my presents. But I normally always put my hand up for charity stuff. But on this occasion, you, you look, you don't want me. Okay. Okay. Well, we'll look forward to seeing you there with your trolley full yes. of gifts to be wrapped. <laughs> now, when when are you there? Another week or so away, or are you there now? Uh, no, we're starting this weekend. Yep, cool. And we're right through to Christmas Eve. Yeah, fantastic. No, excellent. Yeah. No, that's fantastic. Uh, Tamworth Square. Yeah. Yeah, fantastic. No, that's excellent. And this is very exciting as well. Uh, Country Under the Vines is back in yeah. January at the Long Yard. Yes, it's our first event back coming out of COVID, yeah. part of the Country Music Festival. Uh, so we'll be out there at the Long Yard again for the event. And we've got um, a lineup of 15 artists booked. Um, including Andrew Farris, we've got Luke O'Shea, Dan Murphy, Will Day, Catherine Britt, just to name a few. Uh, so tickets are available now, and you can find them through either the Long Yard or the Ronald McDonald House Tamworth Facebook events. Yeah. Um, and they're on sale now. Yeah. No, that that is just awesome, awesome day. We didn't have it last year, did we? I'm just trying to no. remember. No, no. Um, so the last one was 2020. So, uh, yes. yeah, 
No, it's always an absolutely amazing day and a great fundraiser for you guys as well. And you get to see some awesome, awesome acts. I mean, as you said, yeah. 15, 16 performers on there for a really, really, really great price and, of course, helping you guys out. So it's always a ripper day. So get onto that uh, Facebook page and get all the details there and be a part of that one. It usually sells out pretty quick as well, so get in fast. Yeah, that's right. We're really looking forward to it. It's exciting to have events back, and it's yeah. exciting that this is our first one. Exactly. Any other teasers for events coming up in the new year you're looking at doing? Uh, look, yeah, we will have something special coming up in March, and yeah. then our golf day, which we needed to reschedule, yeah. is in April. So it's awesome. a pretty packed start to the year, but we're all really excited and looking forward to it. Yeah, exactly. No, fantastic. Rhiannon from the Ronald McDonald House here in Tamworth, thank you so much for the chats throughout the year. And I wish you and all the uh, the volunteers and the staff up there at the Ronald McDonald House a very happy and safe Christmas. And we'll chat with you again in 2022. Sounds great, JB. Merry Christmas. Thank you. You're the first person I've said that to as well. So there, there you go, hey? I mean, it's yeah. the 8th of December. I was hoping we could, you know, I could get away with it for another week or two. But you know what? Better earlier than never. Thanks, Rhiannon. Yeah. <laughs> See you later. Have a great Christmas. 7.51. I'm Carlo Cavallaro, shopper 